This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to my favorite day of the week. It's Thursday. This is the date day edition of the Word to Stand Up for Life. And you know that means that Paula, beautiful Paula, is live in the studio with me. And we are up for any calls or questions that you might have today. Uh, we have kind of a special show. Uh, we're going to talk about a uh, sort of a milestone moment in our lives uh, today. So um, while you're listening to us, the number to call is uh, 340-9585. That's 340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And if you are driving in your car, we were out driving today, so the streets are a little bit wet uh, the safest way to call is use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen and you will be connected directly to our studio producer. Having said all of that, welcome to the show. Thank you. We've been hanging out today. We do pretty much every Thursday. It's a really good thing. I was telling you this morning, man, we've been together 51 years and 41 days and I'm not tired of you yet. No, that's not exactly what I said. I said, is it normal to still enjoy you after all this time? And what did you say? I hope so. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the milestone is this is our last day in our first Texas house. And... Uh, 24 years. Almost. It'll be, it would be 24 years, July 27th. Unbelievable. And, uh, I mean, I remember uh, living, being in the apartment, you know. I was content, but it was like one one night the Lord just put on my heart, you know, you, you should probably get into a house. And so, you know, I kept praying about that for a couple of days. Yeah. <clears throat> then I came to you and said, I... I can we start looking for a house? What did you say? <laughs> Go on. I, I'm Confess. I, I just said, well, well, Paul, aren't you content? <laughs> I mean, you know, God's put a roof over our head, and mm -hmm. and uh, we just did start eating again. So, you know, because things were really hard. So it was just one of those things yeah. that, that I was completely content, and, mm -hmm. and uh, we had work to do. Um, but there was a lot of stuff going on in the background that we didn't know. Uh, people in our new church, 
were were a little nervous that we lived in an apartment. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, they don't have any roots here. Mm-hmm. If things get too hard, they get up and leave any time. Yeah. We didn't know any of that. Yeah. And God was working behind the scenes, and so he planted that in your heart. Yes. And I apologize to you. You do. <laughs> but because, I just so the people know, we're just like everybody else. Yeah. We've got moments of of grand faith and then other moments of are you crazy because though i had the thought of let's get a house when we did go your faith was way bigger than mine because you said take a check well (laughs) you you just you just god put that on your heart Uh and i said to you um you know i really don't have time to be house shopping so if you want to look that's yours Mm -hmm. now we were talking about renting house yeah yeah we just talking about never any idea that we could buy a house no way never any idea the way things are so uh for me personally i just thought well well, you go out look for a house when you find one Mm -hmm. i'm okay with anything Mm -hmm. and uh you went out and you found a couple and you'd say well let's go look at this and they were really you weren't really okay with anything no i really wasn't okay (laughs) it was just i just said no rather than settle for that just stay and and you just felt like you, you need to keep looking a little bit yeah and then uh one day uh the real estate lady that you were working with I uh, said, well, you know, I've got I've got one more house. It's not even on the listing yet, mm-hmm. but um, it's not to rent. It's a house to buy. Yeah. And maybe if you'll just look at it. And I thought, there's no way we can buy mm-hmm. a house. Mm-hmm. And and yet, uh, again, God's in control of things. I said, okay, we'll go look at it yeah. um, in the morning. Yeah. And um, it was a, a Sunday night when we were talking about this with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, so, she called us on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, called you on the phone. And and so we just decided to go look at the house. Uh-huh. And I just had this feeling there's something about it. So I told you to take a check. Now, here's the real problem in all of this. We didn't have any money. I know. <laughs> I'm going to sign a hot check, Pastor Rob. What are you talking about? No, we had $568 in the yeah. account. You, yeah. so, so I said, well, well if, 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 if this is what I think, then we're going to need a down payment, earnest money. Yeah. And uh, so, so I had you take a check. And we walked into the house, met the lady there, mm-hmm. walked into the house, and um, you were, oh, look, it's got bedrooms over here, and get this over mm-hmm. here. And, it's and it green was, carpeting, yeah, just, white Just walls. kind of what you, what you wanted. Mm-hmm. To, and, and I never got past the entryway. No. I think and, you took two steps in. Yeah, that took two it. steps in. She we'll opened take it. it. And I said, we'll take it. <laughs> and I, I just felt like the Lord was saying, welcome home. Yeah. And I, 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 that was so profound to me. Yeah. Welcome home. Mm-hmm. So I said, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we didn't have any money. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know how this was all going to work yeah. out. But I, I just had the confidence that, that the Lord said, welcome home. He was going to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you said, uh, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we wrote a check. Yeah. And she said, well, how much do you want to pay for the house? And it was clear as we walked around the house that it was owned by Christians. Yes. And uh, they were combining families mm-hmm. and they needed more space and moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they owed a little bit more on the house, I think, than it was worth at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, well, I don't think Jesus would want them to have to pay any money to get out. So find out what they need to get um, out of the house mm-hmm. uh, without having to pay anything. Mm-hmm. And so our real real estate lady did that, and it was I remember the number seventy seven thousand one hundred ninety seven dollars, and uh, so I said okay that's what we'll pay, and then 
it started later that day with the phone calls and the questions. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. At first it was, okay, 60 days to close. I'm like, oh my goodness, 60 days. Because they told us we're going to need like $6,500 or something. It around. was $7,500. $7,500 uh-huh. total down payment. Yeah. They might have asked for $75 million. million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we, we didn't have $75. Yeah, no. $7, we had $68 left after yeah. I wrote that check. <laughs> and the whole 568 was really old. So we really were in the negative. But yeah, we, it was just... So crazy. And then a couple of days later, Joyce, the, the real estate lady, calls and says, well, um, they, they, they've asked if you can move it up to 45 days. And she's telling me that. And so I just said, you need to talk to my husband. <laughs> and I handed you the phone. I went in the restroom. I was like, oh, my gosh, Lord, this man you gave me. And then a couple of more days go by and they call and they want it to be 30 days. And each time... I'm in the restroom crying out to the Lord. I know you're already saying yes. Because <laughs> you just know God's going to come through. And um, sure enough, he, he did. Just down to the wire. And we've told that story on the on the air even before. It was yeah, but what the was, day before. Yeah, what was really neat about that, though, was money started coming in from everywhere. Everywhere. And we didn't know any. And we didn't tell anybody about sure this. Sure didn't. But um, um, money started coming in. We were still short. Uh, the day, the the afternoon before the next morning, we're gonna go pay and mm-hmm. pick up the geese. Mm-hmm. And that day, the last little bit of money came in, mm-hmm. uh, almost exactly what we needed, yeah. a tiny, tiny bit more. And uh, we uh, we were gonna go uh, and pick up our new keys, and it was just we were sure that God did it. Yeah, it's interesting because we both, when we were looking for new houses, and we've been looking. Uh, not for new houses, but but just a, a new house to us. Mm-hmm. And when we were looking for uh, new houses, uh, we both knew that we wanted that sense of certainty. Mm-hmm. That that it wouldn't be just me or just you. Yeah. That we both have that sense of certainty. We walk in the house and be like Jesus, saying, "Here's your home. Yeah, your home. Welcome yeah. home." And um, and and it's frustrating because we looked at house after house, nice houses for you said what two years, three years? No, no, no. Pauline's been showing us houses since. 2012 that's nine years we stopped for a minute or so and just thought about remodeling the home that we're in now and then I don't know what happened it was like okay just let's just I was I am content and I was like I I love this house I'm good you know but then I, I don't know what happened it was like okay let's start looking again and we started looking again just but, recently. Yeah. It was just kind of frustrating because the, we we just never walked into the house and felt like this is yeah, it. Yeah, it's and, like, and this is frustrating. Just yeah. kind of yeah. maybe this isn't. Yeah, the time. May, yeah, maybe it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, uh, Pauline, who is our, our real estate lady now, yeah, she said, "Well, we've we've I've got a house I can show you that has the same floor plan mm-hmm. as another house that I know is going to be coming on the market." Mm-hmm. And so she said, how about uh, you look at that and tell me if you like the floor plan? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go. You went. Yeah. And you came home that night and you said, Ron, I love that house. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what do you mean you love the house? It's not for sale. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. that's the house. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why don't you call Pauline and say, uh, because this, these per- people, they lived in Korea mm-hmm. and they were going to sell the house, but they had somebody they were going to sell it to. Yeah. And and I said, well, to to you to ask Pauline to to suggest to them that maybe they would sell the house to her pastor. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she did. And they, well, I don't know. Uh, it wasn't even 12 hours later. No, it wasn't. They called and said, or, or Pauline called and said, well, they just got back to me. And, and you know, they said, we have decided to sell it to your pastor. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of changed everything. Yeah. And uh, so that's the house that we're moving into. Yeah. Uh, and it just feels like, for me, when I walked in, it's like, welcome home. You know, and I have I I don't have that kind of vision. I didn't think anyway to I want I want you to do this to to you know make it better or whatever. But it just started. I could see it, you know, and so it's almost here. And so it's one of those things because I was thinking um, the other day. You know, we lived in well, we used to have when we had a lot of money. Um, we lived in really nice nice houses. Um, but then when everything went away, we were living in a third of a garage with fleas and roaches to where we are now, you know. Um, and, and uh, yeah. And you just think um, how good God is. Because, you know, you, you think. Amy sang that song last night. I was thinking about that, you know. Uh, God, you're good, and 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 the the chorus was, "You're good, you're so good, you're mm -hmm. so good," mm -hmm. and and all I could think about was, "God, you're really good." And mm -hmm. the one thing for me that was important, uh, one I wanted you to have that at our age, this is our forever house. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so the idea there is, I, I wanted you to have a house that you knew was a gift from the Lord, um, that 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 matched sort of what you wanted. Mm -hmm. um, we knew that we were going to have to do some remodeling work on this house. Yeah. But um, we, we, I, I just, I just wanted to be sure, and um, to to see you so excited about the house was really all I needed. And and for you, uh, now both of us, we know, just like we did twenty four years ago, that this house is the perfect will of God. It's not something that we we tried to make happen. Mm -hmm. It's just something God opened the doors uh, after all the homes that we've looked at. And I only mention that to the audience, Paula, because I want people to know that God really cares about these things. You know, God doesn't care whether we live in a fancy house or a regular house. We we, we live so modestly. Uh, the house that we sold, uh, we actually were able to be a blessing to somebody in the church, Josh, who, who is buying our house. It's his first house. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we were able to sell it to him at a price that he could buy uh, his first house and, and it'd be a nicer house than, than he thought they would be able to get. Mm -hmm. And, and so we're just, okay, Lord, let this be the, the same kind of blessing for him as it is for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, our house was paid for cause we lived there for so long. Yeah. And, um, so, so now the new house um, we've got uh, uh, a bunch of contractors working in there, but they're they're people from the church, yeah. And and we're paying them. I mean, it's not like we're they're doing the work for free. Oh, yeah, we no, we don't no. do that. Yeah. But but um, uh, the, the contractors are doing a wonderful job. Now the house isn't quite ready. We're gonna have to stay in it tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Friday night will be our first night in the house, mm -hmm. and it's not quite ready, but. Uh, it's coming along really, really nicely, and um, um, I, I just know how excited you are about it, and that makes it all worthwhile for me. Yeah, yeah. Josh said, uh, "I gave you one more week. That's it. You're out. <laughs> yeah. That's that's up tomorrow. <laughs> I want my house. I've already, you know, we already got the deal done, and I'm staying with other people. It's now time for you all to move on out and do what you need to do. But you know, uh, one of my friends was. She kept saying this over and over again. What's that scripture? 
Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. You know, as you, you pray about these things, and, and sometimes we think God is good, but we don't we have no idea the depth of his goodness um but you know lord you know it's time for us to have another house and you know but this good yeah you know we're happy pastor juan is happier than either <laughs> one of us <laughs> pastor juan is is the guy we call when things broke yeah every time and, yeah and and things broke a lot. I mean, God has kept that. It's like our church. He's just kind of kept it all together mm-hmm. for all these years because he knows we can't afford to fix stuff mm-hmm. and we don't know how to fix stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we call Pastor Juan air conditioning four or five times a year, the yeah. heater yeah. Uh, several times a year, mm-hmm. the plumbing. The, the So things go wrong. And we've got a Bezal ministry here at the church. They can fix things. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they're all smiling today because mm-hmm. they know that that uh, that that we're finally in a in sort of a different place, and um, um, it's just going to be sort of exciting yeah, if if we are half as blessed in this house as we were in the old one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It'll be it'll just be an unbelievable yeah. thing. And just so the listening audience knows, Josh in the old house has a brand new air conditioning heating system. Yeah, just got a brand new one in for him, so he's going to be okay. He don't have to call Pastor Wong. <laughs> <laughs> The garage door works just fine. All those things. Are, he's he's set when he moves in. And, and you know, I wanted just to say now to him who was able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Um, the people who sold us the house, the, the contingency was that they'd only take a few things because it's very expensive to ship stuff to Korea. And they already, they already have a full house in Korea. And so that the friend that they were going to sell the house to said, I don't want to have to empty two houses. And so go ahead and sell it to your pastors, your your friend's pastor. And so we're like, yeah, no problem. We were able to bless so many people. Because they they had good stuff. They had really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were able to bless so many people. And at the same time, they left a, a washer and dryer and a refrigerator that we can just keep in that house which allowed us to leave washer, dryer, refrigerator in our house for Josh. I mean, just, God's just, he takes care of his people. And our guest bedroom, uh, you know, the, the bed, we just leave that all kind of intact for yeah, Josh. All kinds so of stuff. So he doesn't have to worry about going out and buying furniture. Yeah. And we were able to give away a lot of the stuff yeah. that they left in the house yeah. to people in our church who had a need. And mm-hmm. when I say give away, we, we wouldn't consider selling it to yeah, them. No. But we give away. Uh, there, there was a... A, a, a I, fermenter. A fermenter for kimchi or something. Yeah, yeah, Korean. yeah. And and we have a lady say, oh, if I could have one of those, we gave that to her. Mm-hmm. So it's just really a neat thing. It's just sort of what happens when you're under the spout where God's glory comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like the splash goes everywhere. everywhere. And we were able to do that. Yeah. Paula, let's talk about the house for a moment. We talked about when we bought the house, um, just walking in and said, okay, I'll take it. But what are some of the memories that you have from the house that, that uh, stick out in your mind and heart? Of the fact that before we went that that night, just like the night before that I said, can we start looking for a house the first time? Um, the night when 
And Joyce had called and said, we're going to come look at a house, come look at this house tomorrow morning, that Monday morning. So that night, I was talking with the Lord. I was like, Lord, I know you care about all the details. So I would really like a three-bedroom, two-bath house, two bedrooms with one bath on one side of the house, and the master in the other bathroom on the other side of the house with the living room and everything in the middle. But could it please have, at the time, I don't know what I was going through, I want, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like green carpet, like forest green carpet, just specific, and white walls. And I didn't say, now that's not asking too much. I didn't even say that or anything. Um, but that's what, that's what I, I, I went thinking that would be so awesome if that's what it is, you know. And that's what it was. And so you could see that when you first walked in the door that she said, there's two bedrooms and one bath on this side. I was like, I know. <laughs> and there's more. It's a great opportunity to witness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this one bath and, and one bedroom and one bath on this other side, that's the master. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I said, and it has green carpet and white walls, just like I asked the Lord. And then the back window. I mean, it was all windows back there, even though the house is kind of dark inside because it covered the patio. But it was right to my stipulations, I guess you could call those. And so the Lord says, just be specific and watch me show up and show off for you. So, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to be that, that, you know, I don't want to ask God for all of that. Yeah, you know, I'll be just happy with whatever. And we would be happy with whatever. But he says, no, I'm really good. If you want something in particular, just go ahead and ask me. If it's not good for you, I won't give it to you. But be specific. And so when he did that, I mean, I remember crying for days. For days. God, you're so good. I would just stand in the middle of the living room and look around and just, this is awesome, Lord. Thank you so much. And it was, it was the house isn't all that big, but it's big enough that if you go around the corner, and you try to talk to me from another part of the house, I'm like, okay, where are you? I can't hear you, you know, where are you? And so it, that was that was a standout to me that it, he was so particular to hear my specifics. I remember in the middle of the night getting up to use the restroom or something, and I couldn't find my way back. <laughs> just just because it, it was new. Yeah, it was just new. We had a small apartment mm -hmm. for a while. And, but but it was just just one of those wonderful uh, blessings. I, I remember Paula, uh, our New Year's Eve parties that mm -hmm. we had there for a mm -hmm. long, long time until our church got too big. And mm -hmm. but but we would have fifteen uh, husbands and wives, uh, you know, thirty people. Now we are that's fourteen hundred square foot house. Yeah, and so that that's crowded mm -hmm. in that place. Yeah, and it's not open or anything. So yeah. so I mean, it was jam packed. Yeah, and, we're all touching. And, and we we would <laughs> we would eat and and um, um, just kind of hang out in fellowship, but then about eight o'clock, we'd start sharing, and everybody the couples would each share. Um, okay, t talk about last year. Mm -hmm. What, what are you hoping for for mm -hmm. next year? Mm -hmm. uh, what's God doing in your heart? Mm -hmm. And each couple would have 
you know, a little bit of time to share. And and we learned so much about people during those times. Yeah. And we were just, we'd look at each other and just think, can you imagine God is trusting us with people like this? Mm-hmm. And it was just such a sweet time of fellowship. David Marquez, who's still with us, mm. would, would would bring his guitar and he and Trish uh, would come every year. And David would, would do the worship, lead the worship. And it was just one of those things where... Um, it was, I'm not a party person, mm-hmm. but that was our time. We'd stay till midnight mm-hmm. and everybody would hug and kiss. And then, then say, okay, I'm old. got to go. Yeah. You know, got to yeah. work this weekend. Yeah. Type of yeah. thing. And we can't go to bed till we clean up. So yeah. you guys have to go and you and I would stay yeah. up till two. Yeah. Getting and cleaned cl- up. But it was just, it, it was just it, the presence of Jesus was mm-hmm. in that house. And over the years, so many people, Paula, so many um, who, um, walked in the house with remarks, say, you know, this is just, this is such a peaceful place. Yeah. Yeah. Even our, our kids, you know, they would go to the other family in Northern Texas and not come here for, I don't know, whatever reason, but then one time they did come and then they want to come quite often now because it's just so peaceful in your house. You know, we have scripture pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Our granddaughter. Yeah. What she asked you at the time? She said, uh, Grandma, yeah, I think you really do believe in Jesus, right? <laughs> she said, why is everything in this house about Jesus? Yeah. All your pictures, all your decorations, everything. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. And But say, well, but it because is. That's, that's a picture of our life. Yeah, our life is spent Jesus. for Jesus. That's right. Well, we're inside one minute. Now, Thomas, I, I didn't see you. That's my fault. You're on the line and you dropped. So if you'd like to call back, I will take you right at the top of the uh, the the second half hour and um, thank you for being patient with us uh, this is the date day edition of the word to stand on for life I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio Texas we got 30 minutes left whatever calls and you don't have to talk about our house we're going to keep talking about it but but if you've got questions we'd love to have those questions 340-9585 we'll be back in two minutes Welcome back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of our program. Now, I realize that most of you in the audience could care less about our new house. (laughs) But, um, you know, I think sometimes for Christians especially, it's important to to look back and see the physical hand of God in your lives and really get to that place where you can give thanks and 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 it helps you realize how good God is, how faithful he's been even when we haven't. And um then you apply what you remember to the circumstances that you're going through currently and God is always there to show off. So we're going to keep talking about this a little bit, but we'd love to have your calls, questions does not have to be on this topic. I do have a, uh, we got Thomas back on line one. Thomas, thanks for calling. You are on the air. Thank you, uh, Pastor Ron and Paula. Uh, I just wanted to congratulate you on your new house. Me being a former uh, homeowner, uh, I know the excitement 
you know, what it is to have a home and, you know, God blesses you like that. And it's just, I just kind of chuckled to myself, Ron, about how you guys were talking about you and the ball on contractors are over there and we're paying them but you know it just sounds a little funny but of course you're paying them but it's just it's so exciting to have a home and that you can call your home and call it like you said you walk in and just hit you this is home and that's all i gotta say guys and i just want to encourage you to enjoy your home and just enjoy your lives together and just bless and praise the lord and serve him how y'all are doing it okay thank you thomas Thank you so much. God bless you. You know, um, um, that, that God's people are 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 absolutely wonderful, aren't they? Yeah. God's people are wonderful. We've we've also got Jeff online too. Jeff, thanks for calling uh, today. You are on the air. Hi, y'all. Congratulations. Hi. Did you get fired or something? I'm, you're calling every day. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been making a point to call every day. Okay. <laughs> He's got a lot of time on his hands. No, no, not really. That's why I hang up so fast. Okay. No. Sorry. Um, I, I was wondering if y'all would, would tell that story about the the extreme makeover that your church did on, on how. That's what Ron, he, he just said that before we came back on the air. He says, we got to talk about the extreme makeover. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, um, and, and then if you if you wouldn't mind talking just a little bit about the, that principle of um, agreeing to agree with Jesus, you know, from from your marriage viewpoint or standpoint, because I, I know that fits in with a lot of this stuff. So anyway, and I'll make like a banana and split right now. Y'all <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I can do that. You know, the the, the second thing that Jeff brought out, um, you know, that that's simply a, a principle, spiritual principle of life as believers, Paula. Our job is to agree with our leader and our leader is Jesus Christ. We don't get to have an opinion. We don't get to say, well, you know, I love you, Lord, but, you know, I think in this area, this would be okay for us. Or uh, our job is to agree to agree with Jesus. And I think the key to our marriage for the last 30 years since I've been saved is understanding who's really in charge of our home. You know, the Bible says, wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. But but that doesn't mean I'm the boss. It means that my responsibility is to make sure that, that Jesus is in charge. And um, when we have agreed to agree with Jesus, we're doing a marriage conference next month in Oklahoma. And uh, one of the first things I'll say is that, that, that there's no need to argue. There's no room for differences of opinion. A husband and a wife in Christ simply need to agree to agree with Jesus. How can two walk together unless they agree to do so? Amos 3.3. 3. And when, when a husband and a wife understands that principle, then... Um, we, 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 we simply don't have any more room for, for difficulties or issues. Um, we simply, Jesus said, you've loved me, you'll obey me. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. We find out what he says about something. And that means what you think or what I think has no value at all. And, and, uh, I think when you live your life that way, then God is free to bless. I, I just think that's really important. You want to comment on that? Mm -hmm. We'll talk about the extreme makeover if we take another call, but. Okay. Just agreeing to agree with Jesus where it says, yeah, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And so, you know, um, and you always let me say this submission is hard, but it's a test. 
And so do I love me more or do I love Jesus more? And so when I'm asked to do something, you know, that maybe I don't really want to do, I just think about Jesus. He went to the cross. He didn't really want to do it, but he did it. And so if I love him, I'm going to obey him. And so my job every day is to die to my flesh. My flesh is just as strong as it ever was. But my love for Jesus is stronger. And so, yeah. And you let me say that when we go to the, the marriage conferences, can I, can I tell them, babe? <laughs> can, I, can I tell them? Of course they know it. You know, they know. How many of you love submission? And every once in a while, somebody will raise their hand. I'm like, put your hand out, girl. You lying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you Yeah, but much. we love Jesus. And so. Jeff, just, just hang tight. We'll get to the, the extreme makeover story in just a moment. You know, one thing I want to say about something Thomas said before we go to Ray. Okay. Um, Th Thomas was laughing about we, we were paying people. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that's always been the case, and Jesus made this clear, that I'm not to take advantage of my position no. as a pastor. You know, people people love me and they love us and they love Jesus and they would do, they would sacrifice mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. I'm going to tell a funny story of okay. myself. One time I was with one of the other pastor's wives here at the very beginning. Now, this is this is kind of a silly story, but we were shopping and I needed some delicate clothes. <laughs> and we're in the store and I got my delicate clothes and I'm, you know, I'm trying to be kind of private. And she's going to insist at the cash register that she's going to pay, pay for my private clothes. And I'm like, no. No, 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 I got this, you know, uh, in whisper tones. And she's no, no, I, I want to pay for this. And I was like, no, thank you. She goes, you're my pastor's wife. I need to be paid. I was like, now everybody knows your pastor's wife here. <laughs> We're arguing over who's going to buy my underwear. Please stop, <laughs> you know. But no, we, we, we have from the beginning not let people just pay for us. If we go out to lunch or dinner or breakfast or whatever and, you know, they want to pay for us, but you're like, no, we're the, we're the ones we're take care of you. We're to take care of you. And I love that. Yeah, and you know, all, all of the contractors, we've got three different guys in the church who are working on the home, three different families and, and every one of them would do it for free. They would. Every one of them. And I insist, no, I'm going to pay the price, the mm -hmm. same pay, price that other customers pay. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, we do that j just because we, we, we're, we're not here to be blessed by other people. They bless us in so many ways, mm -hmm. but it's just something that's really important. Uh, and, and the, 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 the precedent matters a great deal to the Lord. Now that doesn't mean nobody ever buys us a meal occasionally that happens. Uh, but you know, so often when, when pastors go out, it's, it's always somebody else paying the check and uh, we're just, we've just never been like that. So Thomas, thanks for pointing that out. Let's go to Ray on line three. Ray, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Well, hello, Paula and Ron. Hi, Ray. Hope it's going better than last night after that storm. <laughs> oh, I love storms. I'm good. Oh, I sleep well, like a baby. Yeah. Um, I saw some huge hailstones on the TV news thing that they showed. But at any rate, that's that's not what I was talking about. At least, at least it doesn't seem like you're going to have to be moving in the rain. And that was one <laughs> of my one of my 
most unfavorite things is uh, moving, looking for a house or a place to live. And the other most unfamiliar happening was uh, looking for a job. <laughs> what what can yeah. I do? But at any rate, you're, it looks like you're well on your way. And hopefully all three of your contractors have got everything squared away. And from moving tomorrow... Uh, shouldn't take you too long to get settled but what i was curious about is what would be your last thing you take down or out of your former residence to go to the new place and uh, would that be the first thing to go up so to speak um and i had a i had a guess in my mind but uh i'll just see if you have any any uh, preference on that one? And Thank I'll, you, Ray. I'll God. hang on the I'll hang on the phone and see. Okay, God bless you, man. Thanks a lot. You know, for, for me, Ray. Now, now, um, I, I, I'm going to expose myself here a little bit. Paul is handling the home move. With my depth perception issues and vision issues, um, I don't do well um, doing things. So she's handling it, and we've got a moving minister here at church and. A lot of the guys are going to help. Uh, for me, again, because of my eyes, I've got a, a, a huge television. And that will go uh, out of the house. We're staying there tonight. It'll go out of the house tomorrow. And it will be hung uh, before I get in. And Paula's goal has always been so that I could go from, from work. I'll be, I'll be teaching tomorrow night. And uh, I'll leave church and go directly to the new house. And I'll be able to 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 function as normally as possible. Now the house isn't done yet. That was a problem. There was a lot of work we wanted them to do, and um, um, we just didn't have enough time. We, we had like six weeks, and we, we we asked them to do in like two months what really should take three, even with three crews, maybe closer to four even. Um, but and they've been working. <clears throat> Tirelessly yeah, and they've done a wonderful night, job, so and it looks great, but it's not done yet. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, uh, ideally, I'd like not to, to, to have to live there until it's done, um, but we got to give Josh our home. Yeah. So, um, you know, this just, that's just some of the adjustments that you make, mm -hmm. uh, and, we're, and we're fine with that. But um, for me, Paula, it, the TV will be up, and home will be kind of normal when I get there. Mm -hmm. What about you? For me, the last things that are, because uh, everything is off the walls, you know, the, the pictures are all the way all off the walls. All the cabinets, um, for the most part, are empty, but it's the refrigerator. The refrigerator stuff is still there, and, and a little bit of our, our bathroom stuff is still there because we got to brush our teeth and take a shower and all that kind of stuff. Got to come to church. Gotta come, we get to come <laughs> to church. Yeah, so there's a few things in the closet. Some of them... I was like, uh-oh, you don't have a shirt to wear. <laughs> so, but we're we're good. But for me, the, it'd be the refrigerator and the freezer will be the last. The stuff that's in there, because we have a refrigerator. We're going to leave that for, for Josh. Mm -hmm. Ray, thanks a lot. I appreciate it very, very much. You know, uh, Paula, Jeff asked us to, to mention the Extreme Makeover story. Um, why don't you share it? Yeah. Um, I remember one time I asked, uh, could they, somebody uh, paint a room? Just a room and the minute we left for our vacation our two-week vacation there was a group of sweethearts 
that had already gotten together and figured out, you do this, you do this, I'm going to do this. I mean, I, I think I sent out 37 thank you cards, families, not just individuals, who worked on our house while we were gone. And we didn't know anything about it. Nothing. And so we're paying for a paint job. <laughs> and we come home and there's a, oh yeah. Yeah, before, Sam, before Sam picks us up from the Sam, airport. Sam picks up the airport. <laughs> and I thought, you know, now Sam's younger than I am. Yeah. But I thought Sam was losing it. Yeah, that he, he because he lost was, his direction. Yeah, he, I mean, we've been he's taken us to the airport a <laughs> hundred times. Yeah, but least. but uh, so he picks us up, and he's starting to take all of these other things and Routes. and um, what are you doing? Yeah, why, why are you going there? And what are you doing here? Well, oh, I've got something I had to do here, and he was texting with with people from the house saying, "Oh, we're not ready. We're not ready. Yet. Keep him out for a while." Mm-hmm. So we're just driving around. I'm thinking, Sam, I'm we tired. want to go home. We've been going. Like, I've been already. on an airplane. You know, it's time to go. So we pull up, and there's this big. We have a, a church school bus, yeah. and there's a big bus parked in front of us. In front of said, our house on said, the residential street. I said, parking. "What is the bus doing here?" <laughs> and as soon as we pulled up, the bus moved, and then everybody started yelling, and and mm-hmm. it's like ants coming out of the house. Yeah, all the people that've been there they working said, move it. Move that bus. <clears throat> yeah, move that bus, mm-hmm. and and we walked in, and for. Two weeks, day and night, they were working, and our house was completely remodeled inside. Yeah. They had taken all that popcorn ceiling stuff out of every room. Oh, the dark, the dark ceiling, ceiling that we yeah. had was oh, all white, white now and painted, yep. and, and uh, the carpeting. green carpet was tan. Yeah, so it yep. we just looked like a new house. Yep. The yard the, the, was different. The kitchen know? had been remodeled. Yeah. And, so just everything, yeah. and and to see the look in their faces mm-hmm. when we pulled up. And I mean, we were speechless. Yeah. I mean, how in the world could we possibly yeah. think about that? But we were absolutely speechless. And uh, as we got there, um, um, we walked in, and people were crying. We were crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just, it just. They were so happy for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a whole book. They, I got a whole picture book of the before, the during, and the after. And in one, uh, in a couple of the pictures, the people, some of the people who worked on the house, are sitting on the couches. You know, I mean, they they brought in tables and chairs. I mean, sitting around just like, look what we did for our pastor and his wife. I hope they like it. We loved it, absolutely loved it. But that's how God God does. He puts those kind of things on people's hearts. And even with this house, Ron. So many people have already asked me, so are you going to have like a housewarming or something or, you know, and we won't, you know, when we, when we moved into this house, mm-hmm. the first, uh, the first yeah. house, yeah. the first house, um, you know, our church was small, yeah. we had 75 people in the church mm-hmm. and, um, um, almost everybody came over because <laughs> uh, I said after church, uh, we're going to be over there and anybody that wants to show up, we'd love to have you pray for our house. Mm-hmm. And almost everybody did. Yeah. And we were literally inside hand to hand in every room, yes. reaching around. A big circle, uh, in and out yeah. around the room. And, uh, and praying for the house. And, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're not into housewarming. We don't want gifts or anything no like mugs. that. Yeah. No mugs. Yeah. We, we just don't want people to buy us <laughs> gifts. But um, um, when, when the house is done, 
uh, we'll we'll give people who want to come up after a third serve, maybe three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, the opportunity to come in and and pray with us. We we'd yeah. like we'd like that. To, um, so so it's it's a good thing. Um, a couple of things, Paul. We got a question, and we better get to him uh, before we go. This one's called in from Ron. Okay. He says, "What does it take for a Catholic to be saved?" Can they continue to practice Catholicism without risking their salvation? Uh, Ron, the, the only thing it takes for a Catholic to be saved is to be born again. And there are born-again Catholics. I don't think there are a lot of them. And every time I say that, I get a really nasty letter from somebody who says I'm, I'm, I'm uh, bashing. bashing Catholics. <laughs> um, but, but, but Jesus said you must be born again. He said that to a religious man. So they need to be born again. Now... Uh, I don't think they will, once they're born again and the Holy Spirit truly lives in them, they will not continue to practice Catholicism because Catholicism, frankly, is is uh, a false doctrine. It's, it's, it's not good teaching. And uh, I think they many people stay there. You do what you're comfortable with. But see, the Holy Spirit begins to move on their hearts. And uh, we've had a whole bunch of people, uh, I, I think of my dear Gladys, yeah, who said so for so long, this is not my church. This is not my, I was raised Catholic. I'll break my mother's heart if I leave the Catholic church. But the truth is, she's now an elder's wife in a Calvary Chapel that we planted. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, and her mother yeah. saw the change in her yeah. and became a Christian before she, before she died. Yeah. And, and see, that's the, the thing. The, the Holy Spirit will move on their hearts and he will lead them and guide them. So I think it's wrong, Ron, for us to say or to, to, to judge that somebody who stays in the Catholic Church after they've been born again uh, isn't really saved. Uh, I, I just think what we need to do is leave the Holy Spirit uh, the room to to move on their hearts in power, and he will lead them and guide them where they want to be. So um, they must be born again. That's the only question. And then, uh, Paula, this one is from your little sister. It says, <laughs> would Pastor Ron talk about how faith plays a part in God moving on our behalf and how God will allow us to walk through harder and harder trials while always remaining by our side? And then she also said she loves you. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you. I love you. As, <laughs> I love you as well. You know, um, I, and I know who you are, obviously, but but faith is the single biggest part. Uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God, and God cannot move through us or in us or for us uh, if we're not walking by faith. It's that simple. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who love God and, and who are really going to be in heaven, but they never really started walking by faith. They never really actively trusted Jesus. They trust him for their soul, but they're not trusting him for Tuesday. They're not trusting him for every day of the week. And so um, faith is the key thing that is missing. There's no power of the Holy Spirit without faith. There's no uh, hand of God moving in and through your life without faith. And the man or the woman that walks according to what seems best to them or what makes sins to them is the man or the woman who who has a form of godliness but denies the power thereof because they're actually shut off from the power of God in their lives. So we've got to walk by faith. I mean, we've got to walk by faith. And the reason God takes us through trials is... Because he wants us to learn to trust in him and him alone. And so it's usually in the middle of the trial that we figure we're in over our head. We can't do anything on our own. And that's when we turn to God. And so in those trials, we're in the process of being sanctified, which is being more like Jesus every day. 
And just as Jesus trusted his father in all of his trials, Jesus trusted his father for every day, every movement. Jesus never had an independent thought or action. Everything was motivated by the desire of his father for him. Well, in the same way, um, God puts us in situations like the like the disciples, uh, the two times when the Sea of Galilee you know, had these furious storms that were raised up. Don't you care that we're going to die while Jesus is asleep? The other time, Jesus had been watching him the whole time, but he walks across the lake on the water like he's going to walk past him. Hi, guys, how are you doing? But see, those opportunities when they thought they were about to die were opportunities for them to see the glory of God, the power of God, and it changed them. And so every trial is designed to test our heart. God knows what we're going to do, but we don't. So are we going to depend on us, depend on other people, or are we going to say, Jesus, we depend completely and only on you? So that's why God allows us to walk through those difficult situations. You know, um, um, to this dear, precious woman who's calling, um, I know the things you're going through, obviously. And we live in a fallen world. This isn't God saying, well, you know, strike this one or strike that one. This is just something that God knew all along was going to happen to you. And as you're going through these trials, I want you to know how big Jesus' smile is on your behalf. How pleased he is with the way you've responded through the trials. And as your pastor, I can say, I've watched you become more like Jesus and fall more in love with Jesus. And that's worth the price of admission. I know it's a hard thing when you're going through the trial, but but that's worth the price of admission. Paula, we've got uh, two people in the church who are in serious back surgery issues right now. Um, uh, they, they live in pain. We talked about this morning in prayer. Uh, we, we, we can't imagine how difficult their life is, but um, Jesus is with them. He's never left them. Uh, what's the song that we sing? Um, I was never alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't uh, think of it right I, now. I never walked alone. Mm-hmm. But, but, but through it all, Jesus has always been with us. And we end up loving him more yeah. as a result. Yeah. Paula, we're inside two minutes. Why don't you I love you, little us. sister. And, and though sometimes with the health issues, that's one thing. But then if there's other family issues on top of that, um, I think sometimes we'd rather be sick than have our other family members going through things. And so um, I just love you and we pray for you daily. Um, but what else? Who said nobody cares about our new house? That was you? Well, I just, <laughs> you know, you could listen to this program and say, boy, that's self-serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's just it's just a chance. Paul said, I, I'll boast in what God has done. Yeah. And this is a chance for us to boast in what God has done. And, and, and we weren't discontent. Yeah. This isn't all for us. This is to show off God because the rest of the story for this new house is I've been wanting to live in that area on that street for nine years. And look what God has done. Just an amazing, an amazing thing. And so be specific. God, and, and seriously, we even put offers in on other houses like at 10 o'clock in the morning and lost out because other people, God said, no, 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 I want you to wait. I got something for you, Paula. <laughs> 
come on, just wait on me. Hey, thanks for putting up with us today. <laughs> you know, we uh, I pray for my my temperament. Uh, I don't like clutter and things, and we're going to deal with that. But thanks for tuning in. This has been The Word to Stand Up for Life. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word. Bye-bye.